Today we're looking at Miracle on 34th Street, a 1947 comedy drama released by 20th Century Fox, written and directed by George Seaton and based on a story by Valentine Davies. The story takes place between Thanksgiving and Christmas Day in New York City and focuses on the effect of a department store Santa Claus who claims to be the real Santa. The film has become a perennial Christmas favourite. So slow. What are you all I doing? Know. Just sing it. it so slow. Just sing it. Just... We're on different. We're on Skype. All right, everyone, just sing. Ready? Three, two, one. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Tracy Mom. and his mum, Tracy. Happy, Happy birthday to you. Far out, that was trash. That Sorry, was Tracy. Trash. You started off too slow. You started <laughs> off too slow. Set the whole I was I was doing the whole happy so everyone jumps in. And then I was like following Josh in. and then I followed Maddie because I don't know why. Halfway through I just kind of switched tempo. But... I am on a significant delay. <laughs> I think um, we all are. Happy Happy birthday, Amy's mum, Tracy. Woohoo. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy birthday. And also to all of our other listeners. Hello. Uh, welcome back to the Christmas and And if it's podcast. also your birthday, happy yeah, birthday. Yeah. That one's for you. Yeah, if it's... Everybody, let's sing everybody whose birthday it no, is today a birthday. No. Feliz Navidad. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, welcome back to the podcast. How are we this evening, everyone? Good. Mm-hmm. Good. That's- that's good. Well, full I'm of glad. pep. Um, full of pep? Yeah, I'm full of pep. I'm ready to go. Um, pep like, and vinegar. Pep, well, not vinegar, because vinegar is not something you want to be having. Isn't that, pep is, isn't that the pep old saying? full of energy, saying? my friend. But isn't the saying filled with pep and vinegar? No, pep, well, no. I've heard this is pep and energy. I don't know why you would put pep and vinegar together. But... I feel like it's an old, old, like, old-timey gym thing. Oh, ah, pep and vinegar. You got a lot of spirit, kid. Um, speaking of spirit, we've got a lot of Christmas spirit because today we watched Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Um, if you did listen to yesterday's episode, we did put a poll out today, uh, and the winner, just to be fair, if you exclude all of the members of this podcast voting, um, even beside that fact, the winner of this uh, of the poll. Was the more recent version, the 1994 version starring uh, Mara Wilson. Um, guys, what did we think of the movie? I'm going to let everyone else speak because this was my pick. So I'll let everyone else go first. Um, I thought it was a nice movie. Um, very Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Mara Wilson's character was a little cynical for a child, but that's okay. I understand. She from her mouth, um, so. Also, I didn't like Santa. I did not like him. Oh, I'm sorry. A, um, did you know that he's David Attenborough's yeah. brother? I thought yeah, it's so. Richard Attenborough from Jurassic Park. Right, there, you there you go. Um, I just, I just thought the surnames were similar. Sorry, Richard Attenborough. I did not like you as Santa Claus. There you go. Amy, what did you think? Um, 
I thought the movie was was good as well, and it was it was different. I I felt like um the story mm. was different to all the others. Yeah, um, definitely. It was just the end. I was a bit. It was kind of like yesterday with the all the shit going down. I was kind of like, can this really happen? <laughs> but yes other than that because when just before that happened i said to mum like oh this is a really good movie and then that happened and then i was like it's still a good movie but also can this really happen (laughs) (laughs) it did cram a lot at the end you're not wrong all right, Luke, what are your thoughts on the movie? I'm, don't take 20 minutes. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so this is when my mom, this is my mom's favorite Christmas movie. So I was really happy that we get to watch this because I've watched this a couple of times, like all the way through. Most of the time it's been like watching, usually it's the first like half when he's become the, the Cole Santa and they're losing, the other places losing business and they're trying to plot to kind of make him look bad and all that sort of stuff. Um, I really, I, I love, I, I really like this movie. Um, I, I, I kind of disagree with, with Maddie. I really like this Santa, to be honest. Um, and I think my reasoning for that is, is because I think for me, he seems like the more realistic type of Santa that would actually roam on, around the earth. I don't think like every other depiction of Santa we've seen, I think this is the most like, down to earth and probably what Santa would be like rather than being uh, the ho 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 sort of jolly Santa that we see in every film it, it's kind of a good change of pace to see to have Kris Kringle rather than Santa Claus if you get what I mean so for sure yeah definitely um, yeah look I, I also enjoyed this movie I um, it took me a while to get into, to be honest. I thought the first half was a bit slow, but once it started to pick up and, and we kind of got to the main part of the film, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a quite a fun and enjoyable film. Um, but I'm sure we'll all get into that as the podcast goes on. Um, one thing I did want to bring up straight off the bat, there was no singing in this movie. Points off for no singing. Also, it's a remake, which is very interesting because I don't... Correct. correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we've done a remake out of all... Uh, oh, maybe there's one. Oh, no, we have Christmas Carol. A Muppet uh, Christmas yeah. Carol, yeah. It's a Muppets. Yeah. It's a remake. Oh, but, uh, um, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, this is like... This was based on the 90... The 47 movie, I think. and I, I, 74. Course. I'm not 74. 40... Yeah, 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 yeah right, sorry. 47. It was weird because I noticed when watching the movie, I knew now knowing that there was a there was a movie beforehand, I watched the trailer and it's very old, classic Hollywood. Like the lighting is very much like they're very bright and um the characters are, are very like you can see them through the black and white film. And in this movie, like it made a lot more sense why all of them kind of had an orange glow around them. It's yeah, of... Dad was saying the same. Mm. He was like, if you look at them, they're very fuzzy around the outside. Yeah, but it... And it's because mm. back in the day, that's how they were filmed, so they were trying to mm. make it similar. Yeah, and I think it kind of works for this movie. It doesn't really take it out too much, um, for most of it anyway. I Like, there's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it... 
back to the original point, there was no singing in this movie. Um, there were no Christmas carols in any way, shape or form. Um, I don't think that takes away from anything. I just thought I'd point it out because I think we had a bit of a streak going with movies in and Christmas Although carols. That sa- saxophone, the song with, I can't remember which carol it was, but it had the saxophone going. That was like halfway through the movie. I think it was... Mm. Jingle Bells, I think, and that was pretty good. I think overall this is this is only the second film that hasn't had any singing. Is that right? I'm trying to remember the first one, but I remember there was a Home film alone. that did not have singing. Home yeah, Alone didn't have... That's right. So there you go. Did so, I'll Be Home for Christmas have singing? Um, yes, the carolers. Oh, uh, that's end. barely anything. But it's singing, though. It did, it did have it. A lot of the Christmas films that we've watched so far, up until today, have relied... Uh, well, not all, but most, have relied on humour in some way, shape or form to kind of lull audiences in to, to kind of enjoying the movie. This movie went the opposite way. So there wasn't a, a great deal of, of humour in this movie. But what it did have, I guess, was a lot of heart and a lot of good storytelling... How important do you guys think humour is to a Christmas movie? Maddie, I'm going to start with you and we'll move around. So how important do you think humour is when it comes to a Christmas movie? I think you have to strike a good balance of humour and heart to be able to have a really good Christmas movie. But that's my opinion, right? Because I'm more of a comedy fan than a drama fan. So I prefer comedy. But, yeah, I'm just trying to think, sorry. Um... If it's got the right balance of heart and comedy, then I think it works really well. Amy, what what do you think? Do you think humour is important when it comes to Christmas movies? I feel like it really depends on the humour, I think. Like, there's been a lot of American movies so far that I that I'm kind of think the humour in that movie, those movies... I'm not a very big fan of, but then in like Nativity, particularly the number one, it's like that one, that humour I am like a fan of. So I think it depends on the humour. But I also think like a nice movie is a wholesome movie. I think mm. It, mm. it, I don't know, maybe it, it, for me, it adds to the Christmas part of it. I don't know. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. Luke, what about you? How, how important is humour? When it comes to Christmas I think it movies. depends on the story that's being told. Like, the... Yes, humour is, like, in a lot of Christmas movies. And because a lot of the Christmas movies we've watched have been sort of more family-slash-kids-type movies. Or comedies, or whatever it may be. So it's usually it's usually aimed at an audience that, you know, is going there for a good time. A bit of laughter, a bit of cheer. Um... But it dep- I think it really depends on the story, more or less. Because, like, with Elf, for example, you couldn't do that straight-faced. Or Nativity, you couldn't do it straight-faced. But you have, um, like, this movie, in my opinion, I think doesn't need the humour. Because the story it's trying to tell is a story, a wholesome story, that's full of the belief in Santa, but it's not so much about the... About the holidays or the Christmas cheer. It's more about him as a character. So I think the, if yeah. it had, like, slapstick-type comedy, I think it would really take away from the movie. I think it would actually make it worse. That humour... Like, there are little snarky, like, comments that the girl... There was slapstick and, at the start with the sleigh. Yeah, but that's also um, to, that's to, to show how much of a fool the guy who was trying to portray Santa was... 
because he wasn't taking it seriously. So I think it's more of a... It, that was more used to show to show this guy isn't the real deal, but this Santa is because he's giving you guys, he's making you feel happy. So, yeah, yeah it depends on sure. where. I think it's mainly depending on where you use it and how you use it. Yeah, definitely. I think there was some an interesting point there that I thought I would explore. So this movie is based around the idea. I mean, the crux of the movie is that there's a trial to discuss whether or not Santa exists. Given that is pretty much the majority of the story, would you show this film to a child? Mm. I question whether or not that this is a kid's film because if I had... I don't have any kids, but if I did have kids, I would be concerned that if I showed them this film, they may start to question whether or not Santa is real. And the film doesn't say that Santa is real, but it, it kind of, it, it's a bit, especially with the way that the courtroom scene is resolved, they kind of use logic to say that, well, we can believe in what we want to believe. But it doesn't confirm it, if that makes I sense. I also think that the, the actual, like if you've actually looked at a lot of the movies we've watched so far that are set for kids, the, it's very funny, like a lot of, crazy things are going on, all that stuff. Whereas this movie, if you actually think about it, is very, very, very serious. Mm, and that's, yeah. why, so, yeah. that's why I, I don't think it, it would be even from, not even from the sense of being, saying, making kids think that sound doesn't exist, but even just be the serious side of it. Like, I don't think a kid would enjoy it. <laughs> I was going to say, even the dialogue was quite heavy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something a kid would, paid quite a lot of attention to definitely um even even to i guess some of the themes like the fact that there's like a almost like a mugging and and some of the insults that the Mm. the fake santa is saying to the real santa some of those comments are quite derogatory and and kind of really not okay so it yeah i just thought it was an interesting question because it's definitely a, a christmas film there's no doubt about that um but it's interesting to to think whether or not this could be shown to I any kids. I think the ending of the movie, it really, like, cements the themes. It's it's kind of more directed. Like, kids could probably watch this movie. They might not understand all of it. They could probably watch it. But I think a lot of the movie is... It's more directly focused towards adults because the court case, all of the people in there are, the, are adults. They're the ones that are either sceptical or not sceptical. And I think it may be... In my, my reading of the film, is more... It's to- the film is talking to adults and saying, "Hey, you don't have to have lo- you don't have to have um, the like Santa can be real, even if you go into all the like." And I even said this to my mum while we we're watching the movie. The way that Santa acts in the movie, yeah, you could see that being a little weird coming from Santa, and and all of the stuff that's around him, but. The movie itself is trying to get people to say, it doesn't matter where, like, the idea of Santa and the belief in Santa is just as important as the real person, if he was to exist. Because this film doesn't, it's not fantastical or anything like that, like any of the other movies we've watched. It's a lot more down-to-earth and realistic. And the drama theme really cements that sort of idea. I think that this film is... is Less of a kids' movie, but more of a reminder to adults that 
um, Christmas can still be a special time and that we shouldn't be yeah, so You cynical. summed up exactly what I was trying to say in my babble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, now, the, the Santa Claus, Chris Kringle, he, instead of being from the North Pole, he was from a retirement home on the north side of, of New York. Um, given the fact that that nursing oh, home was in America, um, in New York, um, and the age range within a nursing home is much, much higher. Um, do you think that because of his extended time inside of that nursing home, um, that Santa Claus would be susceptible to COVID? I thought you would... You're not even trying anymore. I, like, that was shit. I would have thought you would go when he's touching all the kids without a mask and not wearing... Like, he's wearing gloves, but he's not wearing a mask when he's they're sitting on his knee. No, I was... I was going. I was going with the fact that he's old. <laughs> You're not even trying anymore. At least you were trying well, to like slightly do it in the first couple episodes. Now it's so blatant where you're going, Maddie. At, at this point, you've stolen the segment too many times. The fun is gone. So I'm just yeah, gonna, but I do it better. That's I'm why just gonna I do, do it. it. You could have said <laughs> okay. if he, the guy before was drinking too much and he would have fallen off. Of the sleigh. I'm sorry. Whose segment is this? Well, try better then. And then we wouldn't have to put in. Well, I mean, Luke, you didn't me. really try well enough. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast oh. is right. yeah. Moving on. More sassy. Moving on. I'm a Moving on. I like it. Um, <laughs> um, so, the movie, it, I think we can all agree that it's a fairly Christmassy movie. I don't think there's anyone that can argue here that film isn't Christmassy, considering it's based around uh, Santa. I'll do it. I did want to... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted to kind of bring it back and talk about uh, Mara Wilson for a moment, the the small child, the young girl who plays Matilda. And, she looks like uh, Amy is a child. I've said this she many times. She actually does, though. She could... Yeah. All right, well, let's... Let's quickly, who would we be if we were going to well, be characters no, from the film? No, but Amy wouldn't be Mara Wilson's character because Amy's full of Christmas spirit. <laughs> I was just saying but, she looks like I look her. Like I think I'd yeah. be the lawyer. The, 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 I was going to say yeah, that, yeah. Maddie, because you know I try too hard and I'm just full of love and want to help and put myself before and put someone else before me in every sense. And Amy's going to reject your engagement? Well, okay. no, if she's um, scared. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. What were you saying, Amy? I was going to say I should find a young, like a kid picture of me and you put my head on her head. Beautiful. <laughs> I've already got one. Done. It's fine. <laughs> um, Maddie, I think that you would be... Hmm. There's not a lot of female characters in this movie, is there? The mum because she's depressed as shit. <laughs> But, like, actually, if you think about it, this this has actually brought up a really good point. How many female characters are there in this movie? There's there's the mum, Mara Wilson's character, and Daphne from... <laughs> oh, yeah, Daphne from, <laughs> from Frasier. But, there's a, but there, that seems to be a theme in a lot of these Christmas movies. There's not as many female characters as there is male characters. You would have thought they would be at least even. Why do you think that is? It's just wait till let's, we let's get speak to, to the women. Just wait till we get to Christmas with the cranks, where uh, well, 
Jamie Lee Curtis will do a lot of the driving of the movie. It's fine. There will be some redemption in that. But but let's let's quickly land on that. Amy and Maddie, why do you guys? Why are you asking think, me? Because because we're not me as men. Luke and I aren't qualified to answer this question. So, Amy and, and Maddie, why do you guys think that? In a lot of the Christmas movies we've watched, there hasn't been as many women main characters as there have been men. Why do you think that is? Because they're all predated before about 2010. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, they're all, they're all older movies, so... Yeah, Diversity true. only became cool about 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting because in the back end of our list, we do have a lot more uh, modern movies on the back end. So it'll be interesting to see how we go in the run home well, to I know, see how many more women um, pop up. I think uh, Amelia Clark is the lead character, uh, lead of Yeah, her last movie. Christmas. Yeah. Um, one, and then Jamie Lee Curtis is the lead in Christmas of the Cranks. And then... I'd say Love Actually. Pretty, pretty even in Love Actually. No one's it? a main character in Love Actually. Well, that's what I was going to say. It would be Incorrect. Colin Firth. In Love Actually. Because there's like... Obvious, a lot of them are coupled. So it's sort of... Yes, yeah. that's the point of movie. Yeah, right. Um, so, Maddie, I guess uh, you would probably be uh, Daphne. Why? From, Daphne. Well, who else would you be? Niles. <laughs> who would you be if you were a character in the film? I just said the mum because she's all like, I don't believe in anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, I would be... Chris um... Kringle. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're old. And a lunatic. All right, let's go. <laughs> and a bit nutty, yes. Yeah, it's true. What about um... you, Amy? Who do you think you'll be? I don't know. Maybe I'm Chris Kringle. I was going to say Chris Kringle was Amy because the Christmas spirit flows that's, through that's her. That's fair. Like, All right, I'll be Mara Wilson. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. that makes sense to me. <laughs> I'm far too Basically cynical. You're only like really sceptical of people and you just want to make sure that you're right. Yeah. Um, so back to my original point, Mara Wilson, what do we think of her in this movie? Like... She is, like, pretty much the only child in the movie, the only child with a focus. And she definitely plays that very Mara Wilson stereotypical role where she's a lot smarter than than she actually is. Yeah, I can't not see her as Matilda. Yeah. That, that's kind of the question I was going to ask. Was she different to Matilda here? No, I don't feel it. But I think it works, though. I think it works because she's questioning... There's a lot of questioning about whether or not just Santa is real and the idea about, like, she's at that age where kids start to question whether or not Santa is real but also start to think about their parents as, like, people. Like, more or or so... Because the thing she asked for is a family. She wants a family for Christmas. And she said to Kris Kringle... That's the only thing that Santa could get me because I've been wanting this for every single year since my dad left. Which also, I feel like the reason why that was chosen because it's it's an impossible thing to do. Yeah, exactly. That's why. Mm. I felt she was too young to be so intelligent and cynical. Mm. It, it, yeah, it, it was. A, I think, like She's you said, younger having than she watched... was in Matilda. But if any older, she Cre- would yeah. be a teen, and that would be a bit weird. No, she seemed like six to me. 
I don't know how yeah, old she was. Yeah, she's like young, she man. Like five I or thought six. she was about seven or eight. No. No, I'm pretty sure. I, I got the vibe Let's that she was out. like six I'll find out how old she ish. Was. But anyway. Um, but I think. Um, Character's while we're doing age that, different to the actor's age. Yeah, so. but I'll find out what she is in the movie. She might not have a descript age. Um, that being said, Maddie, <laughs> Maddie, I'm going to throw to huh? you. About yep. what? About your segment. What segment? Yeah, I know, because it might be a bloody COVID one at this rate. Mm-hmm. But... I'm, I'm changing things up. Ooh. Oh, jeez. No, I'm just what joking. Are you doing? Hey, Amy, how many Christmas hats would you give this movie out of ten? Um... And you don't have to do as many words as the stars. It's okay. I'll, I'll let you go tonight. It's fine. <laughs> Just don't take 20 minutes to respond. Well, I mean, I feel like you'd know me already, Maddie. I'm not one of those 20-minute type of people. <laughs> I'm like other people in this group. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see that oh, coming no. from a mile away. Okay, okay, let's do a new thing. I'm going to guess what you're going to give it Ooh. and you can just tell me if I'm right. Okay, yep. I think you're going to give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I was like on the fence between yeah. 7 and 8. Oh, okay. Well, uh, 7.5. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What did you give it out of 10 and why? Yeah, I reckon I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? That sounds reasonable, yeah. that is. That's good. <laughs> Because, no, because, because yeah. I thought it was Christmassy, but I was kind of put off by the end because I was like, this is impossible, and yeah. No. <laughs> um, Luke, how many... Okay, I reckon you're going to give this a 10 out of 10. No, actually. I'm, really? I'm going to give it an 8 because... I, oh, yeah. You were praising about it so much. I just thought well, you were no, because one, this is one of Mum's favorite movies. Like seeing her watch this movie was so, like I've never seen my mum like her eyes light up when watching something. So it was sort of really nice to to watch something that my mum really really enjoys. It's her fa- and my sister thinks this is her favorite Christmas movie as well. So for both of them, it was sort of good to see them really engage with the movie. Um, I... That's how my mum feels about Abba and Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah. Me too, me uh-huh. too, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Why I... Mamma Mia party yeah. night, it's happening. Why I give it an eight? I, like, as much as the movie is a little slow and after watching this movie, I'm like, I could tell that this was a remake. Not, it wasn't like, some good remakes don't show that they were, like, they could have been made they were remade so that gives us a few points off but i thought santa was really good i this is probably my favorite santa we've watched so far um but i just yeah i it was a good change of pace we needed a movie that was a bit more down to earth and a bit more serious um like like it's a wonderful life was a serious a very serious movie but as you guys know we're all kind of split on that um but <laughs> But, Don't bring up the yeah. war. <laughs> but, like, every single movie we've watched so far has had some sort of comedy element or a a musical element to it. So it's kind of good to have something that was a bit more... Um, a, a bit more, a bit more uh, straight-faced. 
Yep, fair enough. Um, Josh, we kind of talked about this, and you were going to give a big 10 out of 10, but I don't know how you feel still. I was never going to give it a 10. You said to me before. No, I said 9. No, you said this could crack a 10. I know. Big I Nativity 1, Josh. Wow. wow. That's right. I'm actually going to give it a 9. Wow. Um, so this, I went into this, I've never watched this movie before. I've not watched the original. I've not watched this version. Um, and I'll admit, the slow, the start was very slow. Um I didn't have high hopes for it. But as soon as it kind of got into the crux of the movie, now I, I knew that Miracle on 34th was was about a court, like like from all lots of television and culture tropes, I knew that it was they were suing Santa um, in some way, shape or form. So, um, But I think the way that that whole storyline progressed and played out and the message that it portrayed um, really warmed my cynical old heart. Um, as a very generally cynical person, it was nice to kind of see a, a, a more rationale approach to, to kind of believing in Santa, that it's like, if well, if we can believe in religion and we can put our faith in, in something that we can't see, then who's to say that, that Santa doesn't exist? Like, it, it, I don't know, something about that kind of speech pretty much won the movie the over for me. So, um, so good. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a nine. Wow. What about um, you, Maddie? going to be the arsehole. Well, let's, <laughs> let, let's um, guess Maddie's. What do we think? Oh. No, this is my segment. Well, no, no, we no, have go to, for it. no, you've <laughs> asked us. Now we have to ask you. What do you guys think? Go for it. I think it's a seven. That's my guess. Seven or a six. I, I have no idea. Good job, Josh. Seven? Yeah, I reckon it's a seven. Ah, uh, no, nah, it's a six. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I found the movie quite slow and hard to get into. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood to watch this kind of movie. Um, I think my favourite part, though, was when um, the young deaf girl went to visit yeah, Santa and Santa knew how to sign. That was, oh, was heartwarming as shit. <laughs> I, I was shedding a little tear. Um, it wasn't my favourite movie. I still liked it, though. So, yeah. Josh, nice. how's that Christmas joke going? Oh, no, sorry, Luke. Got a Christmas Ooh, question? Oh, yes. Uh, okay, let's... This is a good question because through the movie they actually have... I like that you say that about your own question. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, I was... I had something about... I had... Uh, with this movie, like, it starts actually at Thanksgiving. So... That's something, one, we haven't really just seen in other movies is anything before Christmas time. But my question... You willing Christmas to the cranks, eh? Well, Keep going, sorry. My question was going to be, when do people... When should we officially start celebrating Christmas? Because there's a lot of... December pe- 1st! December 1st. Thank you. Yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah, bad it's December luck. 1st. I think it's so, bad too. Luck to but celebrate there's a lot it before of peop- December 1st. There's a lot of people in the world that, like, will start right after Halloween or start after Thanksgiving. Well, then I'm sorry, but they're going to have bad luck for the rest of their life. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a lot yeah. of wrong people. Oh, no, 100%. <laughs> I, um, I totally agree with you. I know Americans, like, they do it straight after Thanksgiving. Like, as soon as Thanksgiving's finished, well, their sense Christmas time is ready. But, like, in Australia, I think, like, tree up December 1st. Let's go. Yeah. Also, <laughs> um, you know how, Josh, you were saying about being cynical? 
Mum was starting to sing Christmas carols and I wasn't getting annoyed. That was actually singing them in my head as well. So I'm starting to get more yeah, into the see? Christmas spirit than I ever have. It's, it's happening. Can't Luke, the at your work, do they play Christmas carols on repeat? No. Well, then you're, you'll get crazy if you start doing that. No, so I'm not going to... Keep listening to no. one repeat and then you feel Christmas crazy. carols <laughs> are one of those things where I'm like... I like they're good, but I'm not gonna listen to them all the time. But if they're on, I'll definitely give them a listen. Why not? Amy was playing Josh, her Christmas your... playlist the other day, and it was really good. So, was it just High Five Christmas? Because that's what I play on repeat. <laughs> I don't think um, High Five Christmas no. is actually in the playlist. No. But thinking about what? it, I need Michael to add Bo- Amy. You know, I actually danced to one of the High Five, one of the songs. Mate. Oh my god! You need I have to a tell video me of me. <gasps> I need to see that video. That is my favorite album ever. <laughs> Best Christmas album. Okay, um, I'll I'll look for it and I'll show you. <laughs> Josh, Good how god. shit is your uh, joke today? <laughs> um. Actually, this is a really good joke. Oh, we'll see. I'm pretty happy <laughs> with okay. this. Okay, okay. You're sending like okay. with his You should see <laughs> his grin really right now, listeners. His grin has right. gone from just I'm pretty happy to the top with of this his one. mouth all the way to his ears. <laughs> all right, are you ready? That's just because <clears throat> he has a big fucking mouth. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, uh, Timmy and Mara were watching Little a movie Timmy. with their father. I tried to use characters from the films we bought. So Timmy and Mara were watching a movie, and I couldn't remember what, what the fucking, what her name was. So Timmy and Mara Susan. were watching a movie with their father. Uh, they weren't too sure what to put on. So given it was Christmas, they decided to watch A Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, Timmy said to his dad, Dad, who plays that little girl? She looks so familiar. The dad turned to the son and then said, I'm not sure, but Mara will, son. Oh, Jesus. You're welcome. I appreciate oh, wow. that one. That was You are good. welcome. That was, good. that was good. That was good. I knew when as Josh was like, what's the girl from Matilda's name? What was her actual name? I said, Will son. There's going to be a joke in there. <laughs> well done. Well executed. Thank you. Thank you. That's one of my favourites that you've done. Thank you. You've redeemed Thank you. yourself. Amy, You're all welcome. please salvage the rest of this podcast with the fun <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Um, I actually think this may have been referenced in the movie, maybe, but um, in 1644, um, Christmas celebrations were actually made illegal in England and soon after also um, for English colonies in America um, because the government felt the religious meaning of Christmas had been forgotten, so they banned the holiday festivities. Mm, yeah. And apparently it was banned for 20 years. Mm. Yeah, the guy in and the court... In people the court ha- Excuse me, this Sorry. is my... This is my... <laughs> fun fact, okay? I'm backing you up. <laughs> but yes, you're oh. right. The guy... Yeah. The... Ju- the... the um, in the courtroom. Priest or whatever mentioned it. But yeah, apparently people would do it in, in hiding, celebrate Christmas secretly. That would be weird, wow. doing that in hiding now. Like, imagine if, for example, Christmas was banned and you couldn't celebrate Christmas outdoors or, like, unless people knew, unless, like, you know, in public. Funny, well, it might as well be at the yeah. moment with COVID. No one's seen each other at Christmas unless you're, you know... That's true. Unless you, your country's not in lockdown. 
Man. Oh, guys, I had a lady threaten to call the police on me today because I asked her to wear a mask. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I saw I saw a lady go into Coles not wearing one, and I was like, they better fucking get her. <laughs> Just tackle her to the ground. <laughs> well, I said, well, I, well, I was like, uh, sorry, do you have a mask or a medical exemption? She's like, excuse me. I was like, do you have a medical exemption? She's like, you know, uh, you can get so in trouble for asking that. I will call the police on you. <laughs> like, uh, I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. Sure thing, love. Wow. Um, if you're a listener out there and you want to tell us off for, for asking you to wear a mask, <laughs> uh, you can do so by emailing us. That's mailbag at christmasandchill.gmail uh, at gmail.com. Um, you can also hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at Christmas and Chill Podcast. We don't have any mailbag this evening, unfortunately. The Aww. closest thing I have um, was during our poll for Miracle on 34th Street. Um, uh, we got a couple of suggestions. Um, one was to watch the movies both at the exact same time, uh, which I thought was good. Um, and the other one, which I thought was, was even more inventive, um, was that we watched the films um, 10 seconds at a time alternating between the two. <laughs> um, so uh, definitely something worth doing there. Was that suggestion from our newly engaged friends Nick and Sarah? You would be correct. Oh, congrats, uh, guys. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> Amazing work. Congratulations. Um, brilliant suggestions. Um, but no, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> We've already watched it, so <laughs> we'll get to go next season. <laughs> um, before I wrap it up, is there anything else you guys would like to, to bring um, up? Well, what's um, the movie for nope. tomorrow? Nope. Jingle all the way, baby. Arnold's Turbo Arnold. Man. Yes. Turbo Man. <laughs> um, yes, look, it's going to be exciting. Please do tune in tomorrow. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. We upload on YouTube a day afterwards as well if you don't have access to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you do have access to Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a review. Leave us a couple of stars, a cheeky little comment or two. Um, it wouldn't go uh, astray at all. Um, thank you so much for listening in this evening, guys. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Bye.